Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you are about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. When Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto Him. As he was nigh unto the sea, and behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he had saw him, he fell at his feet, and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray, come and lay your hands on her, that she may be, may be healed, and she shall live. Verse 24, And Jesus went with him. And much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. And when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch him, May touch but his clothes, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. I'm going to stop there just for a moment. One of the things is very important that we see here in this story. We see a woman today, and we saw at the beginning of this a man by the name of Jairus, whose daughter was lying at the point of death, this woman who had heard of Jesus. The Bible says that she came to Jesus. She knew that in her body that she'd be healed. Look in verse 30, it says, And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue, power, had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Do you not see the multitude thronging you? And why, how, why do you say, Who touched me? And he looked round to see her and what had done, who had done this thing. Verse 33, But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing that what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, Your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And while he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue, uh, from, from the house, uh, which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why trouble the master any further? And as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. I want us to look just for a moment back at something here. I want us to look at what Jesus told this woman after she had touched the clothes of Jesus in verse 34, it says, And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Do you notice that Jesus said, Your faith or thy faith has made thee whole? If you notice, Jesus didn't say it was my faith that made you whole. He said, Daughter, it was your faith that made you whole. It was her faith. Now, we know that Jesus was anointed, the Bible says in Acts 10, it says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good, healing all who were sick and oppressed of the devil. For God had anointed him. So we see that 
this woman who touched Jesus, Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Do you notice how that her faith tapped into the anointing? I tell you, that is so important in the house of God today. You know, people, when they hear the word of God, when we sit and gather together, I tell you, it's so important that we, the Bible says, we see the day approaching, we should not forsake ourselves, the assembling of the together uh, as the manner of some are. It's so important that we learn we have opportunity to gather together, that we do so. But the Bible tells us here, speaking of how this woman tapped into the anointing of Jesus and received from out of that anointing the thing that she had need of. Jesus said it was her faith that had made her whole. You know, it's just like when you're hearing the word of God right now. You, your faith, where you're at, you can tap in right now and get an answer from God. You can tap into what you hear today in the spirit right now by faith and receive the thing that you have need of today. Jesus said, your faith did it. That's what he told the woman. It's not Jesus' faith. Did you notice that? But faith that gave the anointing or the power, the action that received that anointing. You see, it is the faith of the individual who comes to receive healing, which gives action to that power. And that through that, that anointing was released. That healing power was activated, but it was inactive until she tapped into that power. It was... The woman's faith that tapped into that power. But it was passive until her faith was exercised. It was passive until her faith was exercised. Glory to God. And here lies the difficulty for many people. Oftentimes, people have been taught or raised in a denomination which teaches that is God's sovereignty or willingness to heal you. It's God's willingness to heal. Glory to God. Oftentimes, uh, people hear a lot of teaching and things that uh, either tell them whether or not God is doing the work or whether or not, uh, when I say that, is, is God going to do the work? They hear it. They, they wonder whether or not God is going to heal. They wonder whether or not uh, if God is is uh, if it's his will to heal, and oftentimes in certain uh, places that they hear uh, in these areas, uh, and sometimes people wonder, and they, they don't know, okay, God, is it your will for me to have this? Is it your will, God, to, to bring healing to my life? Is it your will, Father, uh, to do uh, whatever it is that the Bible is saying uh, that I believe I've heard, or is this your will? Sometimes people are taught opposite of that. They, they don't know, and they just kind of leave it up to chance. They kind of leave it up to what we call the sovereignty of God. But I just want to show you something to you today. Is that the Bible teaches us that we can know his will. Sometimes people don't know if they, they can know the will of God or not. And herein is what we need to know. We need to begin to understand how to understand what the will of God is. 
And it's so important today that whether or not we can say, okay, glory to God, uh, God, is it your will? How can we know and learn what the will of God is? I'm going to show you that today. Uh, first of all, can we know the will of God? And the resounding truth is yes. You can know what the will of God is. Because if we're leaving it up to the sovereignty of God, that means that we are saying that who knows what the will of God is? Well, the truth is we can know what the will of God is. John 7 says, Jesus said it like this, verse 15 through 17. He says, the Jews were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning, speaking of Jesus, without having been taught? And Jesus answered, my teaching is not of my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak of my own. So how can we begin to know what the will of God is? Can we know what the will of God is? Sure, Jesus said it right there. He says, my teaching is not of my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses, look at verse 17. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out. What was he saying? Jesus' response to those who were rejecting his teaching. His response to those who were rejecting his teaching. He was telling them, he says, anyone, verse 17, who chooses to do the will of God will know the will of God. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will know the will of God. How can we be assured of what God's will is when we pray for things? Well, the first principle of, and I'm going to teach you a couple of things here just for a moment. The first principle in knowing and doing the will of God is that, first of all, for everyone who, are, who is called Christian, we must know that the Word of God is God's will. It's His covenant. It's our, what we call the testament to each of us. It is the will of God to us. In knowing the will of God is, or if I can say it like this, God's will will never be contrary to his word. So in knowing what the will of God is, that nothing can be the will of God that is contrary to the word of God. Let me say that again. In knowing the will of God is that nothing can be the will of God that is contrary to the word of God. If the spirit who leads you now is the same spirit that inspired those to write the word of God, the word of God that we know that we call the Holy Bible, if the same spirit that leads you now is the same spirit that inspired them to write the word of God, he will never be contradictory to his commands. It will never be contradictory or out of character of the person that is written. If the spirit that leads you now is the same spirit that inspired the word of God, that same spirit will never contradict or will never uh, come out of character of his person or differ from what he inspired to be written. You see, nothing can be his will for you that is not in accordance, in accordance to 
what is taught or written that we learn from the Word of God. So let me just say this. This should cause you to rejoice. When you really begin to think about what is written in the Word of God, I just read to you a story out of the Bible that talks about Jairus and a woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. Jairus, we're going to look just a little bit further about him, but Jesus told the woman with the issue of blood who had an issue, a disease that was working in her body for over 12 years. She had spent all that she had, she, but rather grew worse, the Bible says. And the Bible says that she spent all that she had, and because she spent all that she had, she was in a very, very bad situation for a very, bad, for a very long time. And there was something that I'm going to point out to you today, how that she received her healing today. I'm going to show you some things about this as we go along. But to get back to this principle about how it's not contradictory, if you look at the Word of God, you should rejoice because you know that she received her healing. You can see how that God healed her according to her faith. So when we read the things in the Bible where you see miracles, you see healing, you see provisions, you see victories of God manifested, this is God revealing his will toward you. Isn't that good news today? Glory to God. Well, I'll tell you, that ought to make you rejoice right where you are. Oh, praise God. Listen, one of the things I think is very important uh, to know because I have had people tell me, well, how do we know if it's the will of God for us to be healed? Well, first of all, you see in the Bible that the Bible shows us emphatically that it is the will of God for us to be healed. It also tells us it's the will of God that God will provide to us. You know, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, he says, If you'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things that the world is looking for, that the world is working for and, and giving their life to in this system will be added to you. Even Jesus said, don't even worry. Don't be anxious about those things. He says, don't I clothe the field? Do not I make that beautiful with the flowers of the field and the grass of the field? And do I not feed the birds of the air? How much more will I not take care of you? How much more will I not provide for you? I tell you today... That is such an important word. We need to receive the word of God as it is in truth, the word of God to each and every one of us today who calls themselves a Christian, who calls himself a believer in God. Today, I believe that we can receive the word of God, that we can begin to hear God's voice speaking to us. And if it is the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwelling inside of you, if you're a child of the living God today, if he is crying, Abba, Father, inside of you today, being a good father, being a, you being a child of God, I tell you, God has provision. He will take care of his own. He will provide for his own. He will protect his own today. He will deliver and set you free today. He has healing in, in him. The Bible says that his word and his life is healing. The Bible says that the manna of heaven, that the Bible says that the bread of life, there is healing in Christ. There is healing today in the word of God. Let's receive it right now in us. Let's receive it in our physical body. Let's receive it in our emotions and in our mind today. Let's receive it today in our spirit. Glory to God. You know, when people say, well, how do 
we know if it's the will of God? How do, can we know? No one can know. Well, that's not what the Bible teaches us. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning in verse 9, because I've heard people quote this verse. Oftentimes, this is one of the verses that they use and tell you, well, we don't know. Verse 9 says, but as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Well, if he just left that there, that might give you an indication, possibly, maybe that, you know, who knows? But that's not what the Bible says. Let's keep reading, because I always say, well, what does the next verse say? It says, but God. I love that. See, he didn't leave it off there. He said, wait a minute. That's a great verse, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So there's nothing hid. Oh, glory to God. You see, what did Jesus say? Keep that scripture up there on the screen there, if you will. Jesus said earlier that I read, he said that those who want to do the will of God will know the will of God. Those who want to do, who is willing, who is choosing to do the will of God. You know what it means to do the will of God? It means to serve God. It means to obey God, to be a follower of God. It's one who's picking up his cross and following after him. It's one who has turned their heart to him, who is saying, no, no longer am I going to follow the world's way. I'm going to follow God's way. I'm going to do things God's way. I'm going to receive what God says I can have. I'm going to do the things that God says that he desires to be done. Those who want to know the will of God, who seek the will of God, who follow after the word of God, and those will know the will of God. The Bible says here, it says in verse 11, for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things, that we might know the things, that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. What does he mean by the natural man, the carnal man, the man that you have to deal with in this world, which is the mind that you have, which is the unrenewed areas of your mind, the fleshly mind, the carnal mind, the flesh and the fleshly desires, which are not following after the things of God, which, which don't desire to do the things of God. The Bible says that the carnal mind is that enmity against God. It's not subject to the word of God, and neither indeed can be. But the Bible teaches us, that we believe even to the saving of the soul. That word saving there is the word zoe, uh, sorry, uh, uh, zozo. And it just literally means sozo. It just literally means healing today. God believe, I believe that the word of God teaches us as according to Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 and Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 and 24 that we can renew our mind, that we can see healing to the soul or we can bring the soul under the subjection to the Word of God and the Spirit of God which dwells on the inside of us so that therefore there is now no condemnation who walk in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit so that our spirit 
in communion with the Holy Spirit, which is teaching and revealing the Word of God to us, the very known will of God to us, as we seek after that to do it, to perform it in our lives today, as we begin to learn to obey the Word of God in every area. And I'm going to show you a few things, how we can do that and how uh, simple oftentimes this can be. And it begins in a particular place as Jesus taught. And I'm going to show you this in just a minute. That's going to help you. But we can know the things that God has given to us by the Word and by the Spirit. The Spirit of God will take the Word of God and reveal it to you. He'll make it known to you. But we do not want to be dull of hearing by having a carnal mind that is not brought under subjection where our ears are, are stiffened against the Word of God, where our heart is hardened against the promises of God. No, we need to lay aside those things. We need to stir up and we need to plow up those things on the inside of us. We need to begin to renew our mind. We need to begin to say, no, mind, you believe God. You're going to believe God. You're going to do the will of God. You're going to pursue after the things of God. You desire to know the will, and I'm a doer of the Word of God and not a hearer only. These are the kind of things you have to talk to yourself. You have to minister to yourself. The Bible says to meditate upon the word day and night that you'll find your way prosperous and you'll have good success. That's a promise of God to you. That's a good word of God on the inside of you that you need to get in you, that you need to meditate on and think about. That's what God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1. I believe that's a good word for you today. God wants to reveal his will to us. You know, one of the things that we do know is the will of God for the lost and the unbelieving is, in John 6, 40, it says, for my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life. And I will raise them up at the last day. Praise God. Isn't that good news? Now, we know that's the will of God for the lost. We know that's the will of God for the unbelieving today. But I want us to look back at the gospel of Mark just for a moment. In verse 34, I want us to read again where Jesus said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. This time I want you, wherever you are right now, I want you to read this scripture out loud with me. Ready? Read. Jesus said, And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. <laughs> That's right. Did you notice that? Jesus said, her faith made her whole. Ask yourself this question. Did you ever hear anybody say that faith has been done away with? You know, oftentimes people have ideas, doctrines that's been taught in churches, that's been spoken over the internet, uh, that has been fed into people's ears, certain seeds of doubt, questions that promote ideas or ideology that, well, you know, we have nothing promised in this life for us today, that these types of things are passed away, or possibly we'll receive everything that God promised us whenever we get to the sweet by and by. Well, no, that's not what the Word of God teaches us. Should we live for everything that's in this world today and follow after the things of this world? No. No, we should live according to the Word of God in this world. And the good news is, is that we have a greater 
uh, inheritance that's coming. That today as we sow, one day in the sweet by and by, we'll also reap then too. And there will also be sowing and reaping. I tell you, it's so important. Doing a series right now uh, called the On the End Times. It's going to be uh, published here before long. It's going to be really good. I believe you'll be able to feed on that and see some things about eternity and about the new heaven and new earth that is for us as believers today. But today, right now, in this life, we have promises that God has made to us that we can receive and show the glory of God in this world and be fulfilled in life and reign over this life through Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.